Welcome to the Slay and Thrive podcast, where we make crushing your goals feel like self-care. This is the show that helps high-energy women trapped in self-destructive patterns cultivate an unapologetic, loving body transformation through spiritual and personal development. On this podcast, you'll learn about dynamic eating psychology principles, mindset, shadow integration, and manifestation. I'm your host, Kayla Van Egdom, a health and energy guide, unicorn lover, and Amazon best-selling author. I am so delighted to be on this journey with you. Let's get started. Welcome back, Slay and Thriver. So happy to have you back for another episode, and this one is juicy. If you want to be someone who has all-day energy and capitalizes on all of that incredible vitality by getting more done, today's episode is for you. You're going to learn my simple eight-word mantra for creating an immense amount of energy. And not just any energy either. I have had times, I don't know about you, but I've had these times where I've been energized, but it's been more of this jittery, chaotic energy where I'm just all over the place. We're not talking about that type of energy. This energy is focused, driven, and lasered in on the best possible actions for you whatever that looks like on a personal level. I'm breaking down this mantra in detail. I'm giving you all of the information on how this continues to help me move towards my goals. Quick heads up, you might have some resistance to part of the mantra, so you'll want to have an open mind and discover how all of these words work together to create the best result possible. This mantra is an intention I've been working with in my own life over the past few months. Whenever I focus on it and embody it, everything gets easier. I feel better. I get more done. My energy levels are consistently higher, more stable, and I'm more productive. It's just win-win all the way across the board. This mantra can also help you whether you are a type A, hard-charging person like me, or a more laid-back type B person who struggle to get things done sometimes. All right, so what are these eight magic words I speak of? The words are, I balance consistent, aligned action with sacred rest. That is the mantra. Now I'm going to break down why all of these elements are so important, how they can help you with your own energy levels. Let's talk about the word balance first. This one is critical if you want to have stable, reliable energy levels. And also, this is why this mantra can work for either a type A or a type B person. Type A person might do very well with the consistent aligned action part and struggle with the sacred rest part to their detriment, which we'll cover later. Type B person, on the other hand, might do a really good job of resting quite regularly. 
However, they might want to up their consistent aligned action so that balance is there. So let's go back to this idea of balance. We live in this world where we are all about the hustle and grind. We're about getting things done. We glorify busyness. Sometimes rest and taking it easy can seem self-indulgent, maybe even weak. This is your reminder that rest is not weak and not selfish and not self-indulgent. Rest is a beautiful, necessary part of having long-term, stable energy. Balance is so important and often overlooked. We spend 80 to 90% of our time hustling and maybe 10% resting. It's cause a few challenges. One, you're going to fry your nervous system and be more likely to experience burnout, get sick, or resort to behaviors like overeating or binge eating. Two, and this is related to number one, when you do finally rest, it's probably not going to be the most high quality rest possible. Think of the times when you've been running around, getting stuff done all day long. When you finally get to the end of the day, you're not going to have the capacity to rest by journaling or going for a walk or doing some stretches. You're going to be so tired that you'll default to something like Netflix and snacks. And you know what? Sometimes that will do the trick. But I'm going to guess that you don't always want to rest on like this because that would have a detrimental impact on your health, your energy. As someone who has struggled off and on with the Netflix and snacks train, I know that this is how I rest at the end of a long day when I've gone too long without resting. And I know that when I rest this way at the end of the day, I don't feel as alive and energized the next day as I would have if I had done some of those other things I mentioned, journaling, walking, stretching. We want to balance taking action and giving ourselves the gift of rest so we can slay and thrive to the fullest extent. Let's talk about consistent aligned action next. Why consistent? I am a huge, huge believer in consistent action. And there's a few reasons for this. We are not what we do once in a while. We are what we do on a consistent basis. If you were to only work out once or twice a month, you might not identify as a fit, active person. But when you're someone who works out consistently three, four, five times a week, almost every week without fail, suddenly you are an athlete. Suddenly, this is part of your identity, and it's the consistent actions that make up our identity that have the biggest impact on who we are and what our life looks like. I also personally want to be consistent because I know how much power comes from momentum. I have seen the power of being consistent with certain habits. When I've been in a period of meditating consistently for weeks or months on end, I'm less anxious. I have a better handle on what I focus on and where my thoughts go. I make better choices. When you take consistent action, Compound interest over time works in your favor. 
The more momentum you have, the stronger and more powerful you become. And then once you have that momentum, it's far, far easier to keep the actions going than it is to stop them and then start them up again. One of my mentors used the analogy of a rocket ship once. He was talking about getting a business off the ground and said it can take a lot of energy and work to get a successful business going. Once the rocket ship is in the air, it's easier to keep the rocket ship in the air. Hard part is over. So too with our actions. When we're trying to build a new habit or make a change in our life, that's when the rocket ship was on the ground and hasn't launched yet. It's going to take more energy and effort to get the habit going. But once you have a few days or weeks under your belt, momentum is on your side. And it's so much easier to just keep going. The most profound place I have seen this has been with my writing practice. Not a day goes by where I don't journal or do some form of writing. And it all started when I started using this role-playing game for writers called For the Words. And before I started playing this game at the end of 2019, I already considered myself a writing person, a writer, author, but I didn't do it as consistently as I wanted to. And as of today, I am on day 1,256 of writing consistently. That is basically three and a half years. As of today, my word count is at, let's see if I can do this number, 2,004,884. With this much momentum behind me, you had better believe I'm not going to break the chain now. And I never have the desire to break the chain because writing is something that is so inherently pleasurable to me. It's one of the best parts of my day. And it's the part of my identity that I love the most, one of them at least. Any action you want to get consistent in has the power to also become this automatic and this inherently pleasurable. I often think about how much more progress I would make if things like doing yoga at night or mindfully eating were as consistent as my writing practice. What would happen if I did yoga every night for three and a half years straight? What due to my sleep quality, my energy levels, my mobility, health of my body, my sense of inner peace? It's something I do my best to keep in mind as I work towards building consistency with aligned habits. Now, let's talk about aligned action versus misaligned action. Here is the reality. You don't have to use every strategy in the books to get results. In fact, trying to do too many things instead of focusing on the high-impact few aligned strategies that are personalized for you can actually hurt your progress. How can you tell if something is aligned or misaligned? Here are a few qualifiers I use for myself. It's aligned if I have a deep, heartfelt desire to take an action because it lights me up, inspires me, or pushes me outside of my comfort zone in a healthy way. Doing yoga at night instead of watching TV, that's a big one for me. 
it's aligned if the benefits you're receiving aligned with what you want for yourself. Again, I talked about how yoga is going to positively impact my sleep, my energy, my mobility, overall health, and my sense of inner peace. A great way to see if something is aligned is to ask yourself whether or not an action aligns with your core values. Of course, in order to use this, you want to know what your core values are. For example, mine are health, creativity, growth, spirituality, and freedom. I would say those are my top five. It can make a case for yoga at night helping with my health. It can also be a spiritual practice. It can help me grow because I'm creating a future version of myself that is more mindful and present and calm. And having a mobility practice that also calms my mind is creating both physical freedom and emotional freedom. So start to ask yourself, what are your core values? What matters most to you? Then you can ask yourself whether or not an action is aligned. If an action is misaligned, you might be doing it because you're shooting yourself or feeling societal pressure to do it. It feels like an obligation. Example, everyone you know is on this new fad diet, so you feel like you should do it to get results. It doesn't come from soul. An action might also be misaligned if it doesn't really line up with any of your core values. For example, maybe you are someone who values spontaneity. Is it in your best interest to set a goal of doing the same workout program for three months straight? That actually works against your core value. This doesn't mean you can't get consistent with working out. It just means you want to do it in a way that honors spontaneity. So it could mean that you collect a variety of different ways to move your body and create some spontaneity around your day-to-day routines. You don't set a schedule, maybe. Maybe you just have this big inventory of different workouts you can do and you choose spontaneously on the day. You're still being consistent and you're doing it in a spontaneous way. So that is consistent aligned action for you. It's action you are taking on a regular basis. So you're building momentum, making action taking easier, and you're taking actions that matter to you, ones that align with your personality and your heartfelt desires. Let's get to the second part of this equation. Balancing this consistent aligned action with sacred rest. This part is so, so valuable. And I think this is one of those reminders I need often and a reminder I know many of my high-achieving type A women need as well. Again, we live in this society that glorifies hustle and hard work, often to a fault. It can give that impression that rest is self-indulgent or less important. Or... This is the thing you might get to do every once in a while when every damn thing on your to-do list is conquered. And that might happen about 10% of the time. This approach to rest leaves so many people struggling with burnout, low energy, feelings of apathy and indifference because they're too overworked to muster up enthusiasm about their goals or where they're going in life. 
And this is where so much self-sabotage actually comes from. It's not because we don't like ourselves and we want to harm ourselves by overeating or numbing out in front of television or drinking one too many glasses of wine. It's actually because we've gotten to the point where we haven't intentionally and consistently rested. So this survival mechanism in our brain that is desperate for rest can cause us to rest in a way that feels more like a knee-jerk reaction. And then we call it self-sabotage. The less attention and intention you put into rest, the less control you have over how you rest. In today's podcast episode, be your invitation to turn this around. And let's all start treating rest like it's sacred. Let this be one of your top priorities. It may even need to be a bigger priority than the consistent action piece in this puzzle. If you're listening to a podcast with Slay in the title, you already know that you're a badass conqueror who can crush your to-do list. Sometimes, maybe doing so at the expense of your health and inner peace. When you rest regularly and deeply, in a way that aligns with your values, you're going to increase your capacity to take more actions. You'll be well-rested, which will increase your energy and your drive to get things done. You'll also have a clearer mind and a more stable mood, which means you're going to have more clarity about what actions truly align versus doing the frantic, stressed out, throwing the spaghetti at the wall strategy that might pop up if you're under-rested and overtired. The key here is ensuring the type of rest you do is sacred and that it's something that truly regenerates you. One of the things I've done to help me with this is make a list of what sacred rest looks like versus what I call zombie rest looks like. Once you know what sacred rest looks like, you can gravitate towards it and get more intentional about how you're resting. On my own list, I have journaling. I also have yoga, breath work. Another big one is going out in the hot tub and connecting with Chris. I used to love my evening baths at my condo, and now we basically have a shower the size of a tiny cubicle to use. So the hot tub is a great replacement. Another one is going for walks in the evening. And then finally, I just love to unwind with a fictional book at the end of the day as well. Zombie rest. This is where that self-sabotage-esque type of rest comes in when we've waited so long to rest that we have these more knee-jerk reactions. For me, this includes a few things. It definitely includes eating mindlessly in front of the television. There are times when Chris and I will watch a show, maybe one or two episodes at most together, it's a little different. Zombie resting is like the time I binge watched the entire first part of You, the first day it came out. That is zombie resting for me. Zombie resting is also playing more than 30 minutes of this game I like to play on my phone. In this game, it's similar to Candy Crush, but a little different. And I'm okay with playing it for a designated amount of time. Because I actually learned a while back that games like Candy Crush can actually help reduce cravings. 
and I will take all the help with that I can get. So if you want to learn more about this, this is something I learned about in the book Super Better by Jane McGonigal. I'm okay doing that for about 30 minutes. And when I get into my second hour straight of playing this game, I'm almost definitely avoiding or distracting or just numbing out instead of truly resting. These are my lists as an example, but they are only here to show you what your own lists could look like. This is all about you. I want you to ask yourself, what do you consider sacred rest? What leaves you feeling truly replenished and ready to get after it again? Then, what does zombie rest look like to you? What are the patterns or actions you default to when you've put off resting for too long? Then, when you catch yourself engaging in zombie rest, you don't have to judge or fault yourself for it. Instead, it becomes information. You know you've probably been too far into the action side of things and needed to ease off and start resting a little sooner than you might have done. Maybe you just need to infuse your day with micro moments of rest instead of waiting until the end of the day. Five minute walk or just laying on a yoga mat in your favorite pose for a minute or two can do so much. So if you're someone who would never skip a workout at the gym and schedule these in, it could be time to start scheduling in and prioritizing your sacred rest as well. I had to start doing this for myself because otherwise I can have a tendency to keep plugging away at things forever until my head is pounding <laughs> and I need to go lie down or rest like a zombie. Scheduling smaller breaks consistently through the day has made a world of difference. Your Thrive Challenge this week is to embody this intention in your own life. I balance consistent, aligned action with sacred rest. Decide what your consistent, aligned actions are, and also decide what sacred rest looks like for you. Then go about every day with this intention to create harmony between how much you're slaying and how much you're thriving slash resting. As always, thank you for tuning in and spending some time with me this week. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the show. If you want to connect with a community of other amazing women who are conquering their goals, taking massive action, and loving themselves through the process, I invite you to join my Facebook community, Slay and Thrive 365. You'll get weekly challenges, motivation, support, and accountability as you move towards your goals. Hope to see you there very soon.